Amen, amen. We could just keep on singing. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Well, again, we I just we've been blessed again today in the service and our young men and trail life and our children and Tara and all of our different ones that leads us in worship. Uh, we have just been blessed. And uh, Adam, thank you. And so if you have your Bibles this morning, turn with me to the book of Romans as we continue to study in the book of Romans chapter 4. And as you turn to Romans chapter 4, today we're going to talk about Abraham. Now, if you, and you just think about it as Paul describes this, and even in Genesis, but he describes this in that time, the Jews There was one person that all the Jews knew, and that was Abraham. They knew the name Abraham. They knew about his life. And so using the name Abraham, even as Paul wrote this book, it reminded the Jewish, hopefully the new believers that were coming, and to think about the father of faith. Think about Abraham. And I don't know what thoughts you have when you think uh, Abraham. Maybe you have a little song that plays in your mind about Father Abraham, uh, or uh, you know, or other things about his son, and you know, you know, those type of things. But Abraham was someone that was familiar to the Jews. Now today, as we think about Abraham, one of the things that I remember about Abraham is his faith is his faith. So in Romans chapter 4, we find where it says, when then, I'm sorry, what then will we say that Abraham, our forefathers, according to the flesh, has found? If Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him for righteousness. Now, to the one who works, pay is not credited as a gift, but as something owed. But to the one who does not work, but believes on him who declares the ungodly to be righteous, his faith is credited for righteousness. Verse 6, just as David also speaks of the blessing of the person to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless acts are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the person the Lord will never charge with sin. Now, I know all of us have our certain ways of doing things, and but you know... There's, there's a, a type of individual that I find very interesting, and that is usually an accountant. An accountant has a different way of looking at life because to them it's either numbers where things total up to the columns it needs, or they have things recorded in a spreadsheet that if they need to know certain information, they pull it up and there it is in the spreadsheet. Now, Benita, I don't know if Lonnie's one of those that puts in and has recorded for years and years how much you spent at the grocery store. No, thank goodness, right? Yeah, thank goodness, okay? You know, and and has a spreadsheet. But 
if each of us, think about it, if, if someone up in heaven is keeping a spreadsheet on us, how would that spreadsheet be? Would we be in trouble? Or would it balance? Or would there be so many things charged against us that it was, you know, well, this is never going to come out good. But, you know, what we find Paul is saying here, even in our lives, but especially Abraham, is that we read the scripture, you know, it, it used these words, uh, if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. Abraham believed God, and it was what? Credited to him for righteousness. Because of his belief in God, not that Abraham, did he do things wrong? Yes. But because of his faith in God, it credited to his account and brought him into righteousness with God. In our lives today, we need to see the importance as we have been sharing about the cross, if we have shared about Christ alone, the importance that our lives will never balance out unless Jesus Christ is in it. If we're trying to balance out our life in our own being, in our own way, it will never balance. Now I want you to look at another passage of Scripture in the book of Hebrews. Look at Hebrews chapter 11 beginning with verse 8. Hebrews chapter 11, it'll be on the screen. Hebrews chapter 11, you can get your cell phones out, not to call anybody, but to look up scripture. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called, obeyed and set out for a place that he was going to receive as an inheritance. He went out. And even though he did not know where he was going, by faith he stayed as a foreigner in the land of promise, living in tents as did Isaac and Jacob, co-heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to conceive offspring. And even though she was past the age, since she considered that the one who had promised was faithful. Therefore, from one man, in fact, from one as good as dead, came offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and as innumerable as the grains of sand along the seashore. In this passage of scripture, again, we are reminded of the righteousness that Abraham gained through faith. This morning, in the time that we have and the blessings that we have, and as we think about Abraham and the, we think of the person, I think of that passage of scripture where he went to the promised land. In other words, he was in a foreign land. He was in a land that was foreign, but it was part of the promise of God. To me, that was faith. Going into a land that was not his, a land that, that was not his in the sense where he owned it or had possession, but God had promised it, and he went. Now, I know sometimes people said, well, he built tents instead of building a house. Well, in that day, a tent basically was part of a house in the sense, but 
I believe Abraham also knew that living in that tent, even though that was the promised land, he knew that wasn't his final home. And I believe for us today, we need to see that we need to live by faith and what God has given us and realize what we have here today is great. But guys, the best is yet to come. When we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, when we have that relationship with him, our home is not here in that tent. Our home is to be with our heavenly father, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we find that Abraham, the person, realized what God was doing. But we also find that Abraham experienced being pardoned from his sins. In other words, his faith counted to Abraham. He, it was serious to him. Even the people around him and even the family that, around, that was around him, it was important to him for him to do what was right in the sight of God. And yes, sometimes people got upset with him because he would do what was right, but his faith counted to Abraham. And we need to see today, having faith in God should count in our relationship with God. We need that relationship with God. We need to have faith that counts. I know today sometimes you say, well, preacher, why should I follow the commands? Why should I do what it says in the Bible? It seems like so many people have disregarded, but we need to see that we need to stand strong in what we believe. And there's a reason that God has given us these words, and we need to have the faith that will stand the test of time and bring us into the next world. And that's what Abraham was experiencing. He was experiencing and saw that God had pardoned him. Because again, when you would have added up all the debts of Abraham, there was no way that Abraham could pay those debts. And it's the same way with us. There's no way that I could pay my debt. But only through God and his son, Jesus Christ, was I able to pay that debt. But we also need to see that God has a plan. And in God's plan... We need to see that, you know, yes, this always is a, is, is a subject. Well, do I work for my salvation? But as you, as you look at this, God counts on us righteous, not in the sense of our good works, but our faith. Another amazing thing that God does, and I think sometimes we overlook it. I think sometimes we forget it. But, you know, God takes sinners and he makes saints. You think about that. God takes sinners and he makes saints. If we've had the privilege to accept Jesus Christ as, Lord, as our Lord and Savior, then we are a saint. I know some of you are saying, hmm, you don't know him like I do. But God, God takes sinners and he makes saints. And that is part of God's plan. And in that plan, sometimes, it, again, it's our life. It's over time, but God has a plan, and we need to just realize the importance of being obedient and being submissive to the plan of God. I know in our world today, it is hard to be submissive to God's plan. We see so many attractive things. We see so many things in our world today, and, and we feel like, well, it's, it's okay because so many people are doing it, but we need to realize that God has a plan. And some of those things in this world today are not part of that plan. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 2, it says, Dear friends, we are children, or God's children now, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. In other words, guys, in this world there's been a lot revealed, but it's not all. 
and it will be revealed as we enter the next world. But we need to see as God's children what God is working in our life. But here's another exciting thing. God, through his son Jesus Christ, brings peace. Now, I know sometimes you say, well, is that enough? Well, it is if we allow it in our lives. The peace of God. Think about that. The peace of God. In our world today, there seems to be so much, so much upheaval. What to believe? But you see, peace comes through having our sins forgiven. We will never have full peace until we allow God to forgive us of our sins. Until our sins are forgiven through Jesus Christ, we will never experience peace. In Psalms 32, it says, How joyful is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How joyful is a person whom the Lord does not charge with iniquity and in whose spirit is, is no deceit. You see, we are guilty enough to be charged, but because we've allowed Jesus Christ into our life, we have been forgiven of our sins and so again God's plan and God's plan was the same way for Abraham and and Abraham showed his faith even though you know some people ask me sometimes do you think Abraham understood everything God told him I don't think he did but that didn't bother him because of his faith he did what God had instructed him to do. Abraham also knew that just doing the laws would not be enough, that he had to follow God. And so Abraham found that favor with God by faith alone. We sing songs that talk about faith and faith alone. And we talk about songs that describe the the wretchedness, the filthy rags that we are. But how our God is able to take those rags and to cleanse them. I want you to see this morning in your life, God has a plan for you. God loves you. God loves you so much that he has sent Jesus Christ to come and to die for you. His plan is for you to ask his son, Jesus Christ, into your life so that your sins can be removed and live that righteous, faithful life. People ask me sometimes, can we live a life of faith in the year that we live in today? And I definitely say yes. Righteousness through faith is possible through Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Most gracious heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you. And Lord, I am grateful for your word and Lord, the reminder of Abraham and the faith that he showed. Lord, I am grateful how you have given us that same opportunity to allow you to come into our lives. Lord, we ask this in your son's name. Amen.